Welcome to the podcast. That's okay, I'm a pizza shit. Frickalinosaurus, so they call me Dr. Pepper. Sherlockin! Learn something other than blowing smoke rings and doing terrible podcasts. Everybody, welcome to the You Gonna Eat That Crust podcast. I'm your host with the most, Ryan Wilson, coming at you today with my homie, co-host, Seamus Rogers. How you doing, Seamus? What up, everybody? I'm doing well. <laughs> also coming at you tonight, left to my right, to my perpendicular with the sound all around the form of Master himself, Greg Hoey. How you doing, Greg? Well, with great hair comes great responsibility, and I don't have any. Just kidding. I got a job. I'm employed. What up? Would you say you're follically challenged? I am follically challenged. Musically and on my head. (laughs) So uh, when do you start your new job? I start my new job at Nature's Gift Medical in Lebanon, Maine on Saturday. And then I'll find out my schedule. But yeah, working part-time as a bud tender. Just a human bud tender, you know. A human butt tender? Human bud tender and a butt tender. But that's just, that's my side job. And he's got that. That's my side hustle. And he's got that tender, tender butt. What's up? Oh, so tender. My butt's so tender. Speaking of tender, ladies and gentlemen, today's show is about the trends of Generation Z. Z, 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 Z. We're going to be exploring all things Generation Z and having a frank and honest discussion about what we see going on in the world around us as crusty old men. Now, Generation Z is colloquially known as Zoomers. Uh, It's a demographic cohort succeeding millennials and preceding Generation Alpha. Researchers and popular media use the mid to late 1990s as starting birth years and the early 2010s as ending birth years. Most members of Generation Z are the children of Generation X. That's us. So we made you guys. I mean, I can go either way. I'm 81. Oh, shit. I'm definitely not a millennial, though, in spirit. Word, word. Uh, I'm old-fashioned. I mean, I'm 40, but I'm the wokest one in the group, so maybe I'm a millennial in spirit. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, well, uh, let's kick shit off, boys. Uh, I guess the first thing I want to talk about is um, vaping. These kids, they all love their vaping. It seems like a lot to me. Um you just see these kids walking around with robot arms in their hand, just blowing out hella clouds of fucking vape smoke. Hella clouds. Like the biggest clouds. Oh, the biggest. Or like right. somebody will get in your car or your house and then just start vaping without even asking you. And then like blowing up giant clouds and like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> like, oh, it's fine, dude. It's just vape. It's not actual <laughs> smoke, dude. <laughs> well. I mean, vaping weed's cool. I want to die the old-fashioned way. Smoke, actual smoke, so. I don't know. They say it's 
everyone that vapes has says it's not it's not bad for you it's not bad for you it, it's better than cigarettes but the amount that they seem to over vape seems to have to be more than what they used to smoke cigarettes i don't know mm-hmm. Just master vaping going on all day. Well, there's like trick vapors, man. There's like guys who like shoot circles into like fucking ponds and shit and like, watch this trick shot, bro. <laughs> Doing all these crazy. Have you seen those guys in the videos? I'd rather not. It's cool. Why don't they get a job? <laughs> they are, dude. They're getting fucking paid, man. No, they're not. Yeah, they probably are. <laughs> Do they put that on the application? They like- yeah, they're getting paid unemployment to sit home and fucking... <laughs> little smoke rings probably not dude they're youtubers they're getting fucking money and they're probably sitting home during this pandemic making even more money blowing fucking smoke and probably getting cancer well i think that's my biggest issue is like you ask any one of these kids like oh what do you want to be like you know when you grow up and shit and they're like, i'm gonna be a youtuber i'm gonna be a popcorn lung <laughs> <laughs> I'm a popcorn detective <laughs> uh, yeah well i mean but some youtubers are kind of cool like and then like that sh- some of them make me laugh and are entertainment like fucking like the guys who workaholic stars youtubers and shit and they fucking made shows i'm sure like uh of course Sunny. some of them are yeah. funny and yeah. tasteful and for every one of those there's like a thousand trashy ones or un- unfunny or stupid whatever. this is true yeah, well, there's just so much. It's there's so much content. It's so easy to get your content out there. It's like all these podcasts, you know, and these like amateurs just think they can come in here and do what they want, you know. Yeah, podcast is def- podcasts are definitely trending. Yeah, every Joe Schmo loser thinks they can pull on a show. Fucking losers, bro. <laughs> losers. Well, I just I don't think it's bad to have a backup plan. You know what I'm saying, guys? Like. Backup plan's not a bad thing. Maybe learn one other skill. That's that's all I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. Learn something other than blowing smoke rings and doing terrible podcasts. Yeah, because guess what, kids? <laughs> I said I was going to be famous when I grow up, too. Guess what? I'm not. All right? So I learned how to do mm-hmm. other shit. And that's what I do. What Sell I do. that to the million fucking Wilson maniacs <laughs> around the world. They are. I wish they'd stop lining up at my house with their signs. But I mean, I don't know why you gave them my address, but <laughs> all I get is fucking fan mail and it's fucking piling up. Like, it, just stop sending it. <laughs> all right, uh, Greg, what do you got? What do you want to talk about today? Well, I want to talk about fidget spinners. Fidget spinners guy. I got to say... When I've had a fidget spinner in my hand, like, I don't mind. I mean, it's like, it's, you know, supposed to be a way of like, kind of like relieve stress, anxiety, or like nervous energy. Like, I don't mind it, but like, I, I can see being a teacher in the classroom and like fucking a hundred kids, or obviously a hundred kids, but 15 kids in the classroom and everyone's fucking spinning their fucking fidget spinners around. It could probably get uh, distracting. I would think the cell phones are worse than the fidget spinners. Oh, for sure. But I think, you know, fidget spinners are like the cell phones before. I mean, you know, pre-cell phones. Before you get your cell phone, you get a fidget spinner. You have to put years into that fidget spinner before you can, you know, get a phone. It's law. Word. I would say it's better to see someone use a fidget spinner than absentmindedly play with their testicles. True that. For sure. Um... Let me talk about some of the injuries that happened because 
I know you're thinking like there's probably like four or five deaths from a fidget spinner, but no, actually people have been pretty safe. No deaths at all. But we've had like a kid who almost lost an eye. And, you know, these are you look them up. These are some visuals that are pretty, I don't want to say funny because they're kids, but I mean, Jesus Christ, it's insane what these fidget spinners are doing to these kids. They're fucking them up. Uh, one like exploded on this kid's like upper lip and it like fucking almost took his lip off. Uh, what the fuck was in it? How did it explode? I don't know. Like, you know, they're like, some of them have lights and some of them like have all sorts some of have vapes, built in vapes. Yeah. Some of, <laughs> some of these 10 year old kids got like spinner vapes, dude. They're like, like ah, bro. Um, one of them fucking sliced through a kid's uh, tendon in his thumb. Ouch. And then the worst of all, pedophiles using fidget spinners to lure kids in the cars. The cars? Oh, yeah. it's awful. Like, hey, kid, look at this fidget spinner. It's got Mario, and it looks like he's jumping and hitting the thing on the coin. He's getting the coin. Look at him. Come in here, kid. <laughs> Come in here and let me fidget diddle <laughs> you. Yeah. And you can keep the fidget spinner. But that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> uh, I mean, I see the I see the use for them. Uh, you know, I, all I did in school was draw, so that was my fidget spinner. Um, so I'm I'm all about it. You know, fidget spin away, yeah. kid. You're not hurting anybody. I don't. I'm pro fidget spinner as well. I don't see him anymore. I mean, is that still even a thing? Seamus, you want to be anti-fidget spinner just to fucking make it interesting? Um, I'm not. I could care less. <laughs> uh, they don't bother me, and I never had one. But doesn't mean. I mean, it doesn't mean I wouldn't play with one. <laughs> sitting in class. All right, guys, we're gonna give out Seamus's address at the end of the night. You can send them to your favorite fidget spinner. Oh shit. Just make sure there's no uh, artery slicer ones in there. Actually, yeah, give me the give me the ninja star fidget spinner. Show you, kid. Shit, uh, Seamus. Anything you want to touch on for Gen Gen Z trends? Talk about uh, brand purpose and activism. You know, using hot topics, trends to sell or influence. Like brand activism when a brand takes a stand to help drive change or help solve the most urgent problems of society, you know, but they're always based on their own beliefs, purpose and values. Like, you know, using climate control as hot topics or dogs, anybody that has dog friendly these days, you know, it, it helps their business immensely. Vegan, LGBTQ, all these all these topics just are trending and, you know, businesses are using them as, you know, for gain. Yeah, it's uh, still a corporate whoring, basically. I mean, this is what the kids are into. Let's talk about this. I saw uh, I saw LGTBQ Cheerios in the store the other day that were multicolored. It was all the cereals combined into one, and it was supposed to be inclusiveness, but really it just seemed like an advertisement for diabetes to me. Uh so I, yeah, I see the I see the evil behind it. How about uh, game of the year, Knockout City, in their Pride Month? Their Pride. I've never seen any game take like a go as in, into as Pride Month as Knockout City. Like there is like fifteen different balls for every you know for every letter. It's crazy. It's cool. Tip my hat to Knockout City. 
good of you, boys and girls and people. Fun game. <laughs> I mean, with the out, they definitely had everybody in mind with the outfits that they came up with. Oh yeah, and dude, have you if you keep up that like every day they've had a new ball, like every day. Well, on the on the other hand, it's the only way Gen Z is going to experience dodgeball because you know dodgeball you can't get out anymore. Like so, there's no dodgeball. I'm sure it's dodge brawl. Actually, plus, plus, you know, they probably have no physical aptitude because they spend all day inside on their electronic devices. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, it's it's fucking people up these electronic devices more than we realize. I mean. People are, you know, basing their whole identities off of it. It's just not healthy mentally for them. But, uh, I mean, I understand uh, why, I guess. I mean, everyone wants their own voice. And All right, I guess uh, piggybacking off of what Seamus just said, uh, I'm going to go with social media influencers now. These are people Mm -hmm. with uh, slim to nil talent getting paid mucho bucks to exist, basically. Fucking, they get tons of merch sent to them, and they just like, here's the here's the ring that this company sent me. You should wear it because it's fun. But uh, it's just it's innately evil, and uh, you know, I just let someone with some real talent fucking make the money. I'm sick of fucking just because you're pretty doesn't mean you deserve to fucking make thousands of dollars and sit on your ass at home and fucking benefit off of other people's. Oh, that's like. Instagram, right? All those Instagram models. Oh, yeah, man. People are making livings off of it. I mean, I get $125 every two weeks for being an Instagram model. It's easy. I don't know why you wouldn't sign up to do it. I mean, you just have to be sort of pretty. Like, you know, but I would do it. These guys, this is when I found, like, rich dudes are taking them on vacation every week. Yeah. Checks in the mail, baby. I do it, too, you know? So. (laughs) <laughs> Hashtag old nerdy bastard with a three. Yeah, the problem is, the problem is not all of them are positive. Yeah, influence. exactly. And uh, you know, I mean, I don't want to say. I think it's great. I think I love the creative market, and I think that you know, obviously, the digital era has made it easier for you know small people to get their you know their voice heard or their, their art art published. You know, their art seen. So, you know, it's good and bad. Yeah. Too many little jackass kids running around. Like, I, I watched a video of some kid, like, running around putting buckets on people's heads on, like, a at, like, a Home Depot. And then, like, when the guy's running around to get him, he puts a bucket on his head, too. And he's like, oh, someone put a bucket on my head. But, like, well, this dude's... Sorry. I said, this dude's, like, doing it to, like, these giant fucking dudes that would fucking probably wring this kid's fucking neck, you know? But it's stupid. That's, like, what are the, you know, a few years back where... They were recording them going up to random people and just punching and knocking them out and shit. Oh, well, that's fucking, that's, see, <laughs> this shit's hard. Like, the bucket on the head is, is kind of asshole-ish because you're kind of, like, t- touching somebody, but that's not on the level of, like, fucking knocking somebody out. That's, like, just asshole-ish. That's assault, where's the, brother. Where's this bucket, then? What's that? Where's this bucket, then? Oh, it's a brand new bucket at the at the Home Depot. What if I'm having a great hair day? Well, that's you. <laughs> exactly. If it's somebody who's about their hair, you might get punched. You gotta fucking factor that in. Like, oh shit, look at this guy, dude. What if you have, good looking? What if you have a there. severe bucket allergy? <laughs> uh, this day and age, we use all non-latex buckets. 
well, I mean, you know, if you're getting famous off of existing, I mean, how can you appreciate the fame if you never went through the grind? Like back in my day, back when I was a young buck and I was in bands and shit, we'd have to go record our four track demo tapes and then and then record them on the cassettes and then hand out the cassettes and hustle and like that's we'd have to word of mouth get people to shows by handing out flyers and you know and people showed up and it felt better because of the grind and like all the work I put in and but people nowadays don't want to work because now they're getting handouts everywhere like 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 the people that aren't going back to work because they're getting extra on the unemployment I know that's ending but we're just making it making our society lazier and lazier. Yeah, I know, but a lot of these people are getting shitty wages and they're getting, you know, at shitty jobs, getting shitty wages. Like, I mean, fuck, man, even people who get paid a lot, fucking most people hate yeah. their jobs. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it's hard to find a good job. Just I love. It, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So a lot of these people, like, the, like for instance, like the people in the restaurant industry, like people are fucking dying for restaurant help. But most of these motherfuckers don't want to go back because they're probably not making shit. And, and as Ryan can attest yeah. to, it's fucking hard, man. It sucks. Customers, fuck. A restaurant. I think COVID showed. Yeah, COVID showed that fucking restaurants are fucking essential, man. And people and people who work in the in the fucking grocery stores and like that are essential. And people take it for fucking granted. And they get paid fucking pennies so some dude can trade stocks or fucking do bullshit work for fucking millions. Yeah, well, I mean, the restaurant industry is a fucking hard. It's fucking <laughs> hard shit, man. Like all the, the the hours are crazy. Like I mean, just I it's fucking physically demanding on your body all the time it fucks up your hands like i'm i'm i'm, 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 I'm covered i'm covered in burns man i look like freddy krueger on a good day like it's it's crazy but uh i mean you know i'm not gonna say my boss treats me pretty goddamn well but i know lots of other people and I, other jobs i've worked in the industry have been shit like absolute shit yeah. like 13 hour shit. days fucking you know uh it's just it's fucked up. Man. I know there's plenty of people who who work hard and have high paying jobs. I obviously don't mean that. I'm just I, I more have met just like you know, right. like you know restaurant workers and like you know even fast food workers or, or um, you know grocery workers are, are un you know they're underpaid and uh, underappreciated in my opinion. Well, I was just reading the other day that McDonald's is saying the government wanting a fifteen dollar minimum wage for an, a, a McDonald's employee. Is going to make it so the whole industry becomes automated. And it's like, you can't even fucking make a living off of $15 an hour anyway, assholes. And the cost of living is going up. Right. Plus, it's everything's going automated anyway, dude. I, you know, like the fucking grocery stores yeah. are already automated, you know? I mean, it's hard, to, it's hard to keep restaurant employees working as we're talking about them when, uh, you know, you, you got to. It's forty dollars for your meal yeah, and, and a beer, you know. People can just stay home, you know, especially the pandemic. Like we're getting booze delivered to the house and food delivered. Of course they're paying thirty dollars for a sandwich. The robots Whatever. will take over. And then the, zo- the zombies will rise. The zobots, it's happening. Yeah. But yeah, like Ryan said earlier, just you know, kids kids look up to all these people. These YouTube stars, and instead of, you know, <laughs> like Steph wanting to be an astronaut, now they want to be YouTube stars. Like as of um, tw- twenty twenty, there were thirty mer- million channels on YouTube. 
and uh, new channels are being created at a rate of 23% per year. Um, 90, they're saying that 97.5% of YouTubers make less than $12,000 on the platform. Yeah. All right. But, I mean, you know, it's unlikely, you know, unlikely that most people are going to turn into a full-time yeah. gig. And that's what they that's what right. these kids grew up with. Like, I mean, if we grew up with that shit and we had that kind of technology, we'd probably be in the fucking same way. I mean, this fucking world is trending towards like what the hell is that movie, that Spielberg movie that was that book, um but I still haven't seen the movie of uh where they stack the fucking houses on top of each other. Oh, uh play ready player. Re- yeah, one? ready player one. Like, I, like dude, we're trending like you know, like with the fucking just technology. Yeah, it was basically like trailer homes yeah. stacked on top of each other. Yeah, that was a fucking awesome book. I heard the movie was good as well, but I haven't seen it yet. All right, great. Uh, Greg, that's going to bring us back to you. All right, well, let's go with the old Tide Pods, which became kind of popular in 2017 from like this internet meme. Um, At first I looked up, it said six people died, then it said eight people died, but there's been a total of nine deaths over 7,000 cases. And actually, I think that's grown to like over like 9,000 cases. Still, because people are still like popping them like every once in a while. So if your your child killed themselves with a Tide Pod with their dumbass friends. I mean, so nine deaths out of like nine thousand cases. I mean, so the odds are pretty good. I mean, I say just keep eating them. You know. Well, that's like saying that hey, maybe we shouldn't wear masks and social distance because most people are good. That's true. Stop eating those Tide Pods, man. <laughs> Hey, I'm vaccinated. I wore my mask in the grocery store today. Um, but again, I also like to hide. Oh, don't give me. Oh, I'm loving this. No mask out and about. I mean, I still have to wear it when I'm in certain buildings for my job. But loving going out without the mask. Yeah, like I said, I like to hide from people. So if you see me, say what's up. It might not be me. Um, over 11,000 calls on poison control, like when that shit was going down. Like that was a, that that just shows you how many dumbasses we have in America. Yeah, it's get follow you know followers. Yeah, they fucking follow. It's like, would you jump off a bridge? Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, but that's what we did as kids, and well, we're still alive. But I'm sure other kids. Well, we did shit like fucking passing out and like whipped creams I, and fucking I jumped on a bridge once, and it took me about like. 30 minutes to get my courage to do it. And when I landed, I like pulled my feet up and I had like a ass flop and it hurt like motherfucker. And <laughs> I will never jump off another bridge. It's just stupid. I also don't eat, I also don't eat Tide Pods. Well, it's not just Tide Pods. You like kids are dying like all the time from this stupid shit, man. Like the cinnamon challenge and all this, these different challenges that are being put forth. It's like, when does common sense take over? Like maybe eating a spoonful of cinnamon is a bad idea. Or maybe eating this washing machine fucking detergent is also a bad yeah, idea. Yeah, the saltine challenge. I mean, the uh, uh, condom snorting challenge. I mean, I gotta say that the fucking cinnamon and the saltine challenge sounds fucking pretty like... Harmless. Right. Harmless. Like, I mean, but again, I guess... Did, did, did anybody die from the cinnamon challenge? But, but then there was the, the salt and ice challenge where they were combining like ice and salt and it was like has some chemical mission. It was like, you know, it gets super cold and it actually can give you frost burn. You know, or the gallon milk challenge, which is pretty funny. The 
try and drink a gallon of milk, but I, uh, apparently the stomach can only hold half a gallon. Oh. So you pretty much just throw it up. Yeah, that sounds like a great challenge. <laughs> or the boiled water challenge where you throw boiling water in someone. Like, what the fuck? The fuck? Yeah. Are you thinking the fire ones where the people are lighting themselves on fire and shit? Just getting hardcore, dude. What <laughs> the crazy. fuck? Crazy. Oh, shit. You know what? There's that new show coming out called Panic. Have you seen that? It's on, like, Amazon or so. Like, might be on Hulu. But um, it's about, like, challenges, like, death-defying challenges that these fucking stupid kids are doing. You know? Like, jumping yeah. off bridges or fucking... Jeff Bridges? <laughs> like, they're, like, going to Jeff Bridges' houses and like, or, fucking lighting dog poop on fire in bags and just running. Or even during, like, the COVID patients... Or like the ones that got the uh, what is it anosmia? Is that where you have no sense of taste or smell? Ugh. And they were like competing in like Everclear shots, like you know, like getting alcohol poisoning because they couldn't, you know, <laughs> taste it. So they're like donning it, or Jesus, or, or the cereal bowl challenge. People are eating cereal out of people's mouth, pouring milk and cereal in someone's mouth and eating it. You're disgusting savages. Ugh. Jesus Christ. Some alcoholics are probably happy. Like, I hope I get COVID so I can drink forever. That's the assholes. We're doing the outlet challenge, which is like putting like a phone charger in a receptacle and putting like a coin. And getting electrocuted. In between it and the things and like blowing up, you know, starting <laughs> fires and blowing up, starting, you know, burning up the whole shit and like doing it in the schools and schools and buildings and their parents' houses. Yeah, dude, we didn't have the internet. The internet's teaching these kids to do a lot of stupid shit. Or the, the skull breaker challenge. A literally skull killed challenge? people. It was where uh, it was just like two people would convince a third dude unknowingly he would uh, jump in the air for some reason or see you can't jump this high and then they would kick oh, his legs out fuck. from under him. And head, heads were Jesus hitting the Christ, ground. Dude, the human head is not meant to take hits. <laughs> Asphalt. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's give credit where credit's due because I know a couple assholes on this very podcast that used to walk barefoot through fires. <laughs> Seamus, you know <laughs> that wasn't me. I would never fucking do that. No, I did that back in the day, and I know Seamus did that. I think Shame I saw Seamus doing it. I, like, I can do that. <laughs> I did it many times, like a dumbass. Yeah, same. Uh, we, were vi- we were viral before it was a thing. All right, uh, moving on. Let's talk about mumble rap for a minute. Now, I've, I've been listening to hip-hop since I was like 10 years old. I grew up with it. I got to see the greats come and go, Tribe Called Quest. Far Side, Jurassic Five, like, I mean, that that's what influenced me a lot in life and style and culture and uh, spoke to me, but how can music speak to you if you can't understand a fucking word they're saying? It's true. Uh, then it's all about the beats and what do they need the mumbler for? Beats are trash, too. They're making, like, fucking Casio keyboard beats fucking that are garbage. There's no fucking sampled jazz records. There's no DJ premiere. This fucking trash. Just bring back the 808 bass. I, and, you know, every time I'm like, every time I meet a Gen Zer who's in a mumble rap, I'm like, show me a good song. Change my mind. Like, I, I'm a fucking stubborn old bastard. Like, show me something good. And I've heard nothing. I've heard nothing. I can't understand any of it. It's trash. It's repetitive. 
Get rid of it, folks. They like the auto tune singing and like they like the like the R and B choruses and stuff. Like I get some of it. A lot of it is trash, but like I mean, there is. Yeah. I think it's the auto tunes is trash and the mumble rap trash. Um, but yeah, if you have to use all that electronics to make your voice sound good, maybe you shouldn't be singing. So, yeah, like somebody like like there's this dude Will Joiner, I think his name is, or Lucas Joiner, and he does this song called Will, and it's like a Will Smith tribute, like how he and it's it's kind of a cool. It's not, it's not like completely mumble rap, like like. Uh, no, I've seen I've seen that shit. And it's not mumble rap. There's bars in that song, but uh, yeah, yeah. Even what I'm t- but he's got like almost like a mumble a mumble rap feel. Like even like Little Dicky has like kind of like a mumble rap, a, in in a way. Like he's got that. That thing going on, and he's fucking. Na- I think he yeah, could, he's he could be the fucking lyricist. best. Ra- yeah, he could be one of the best rappers fucking out there. That dude's sick. Yeah, we're talking about guys who can't write raps. Prof, Prof is kind of a Prof is not a mumble rapper, but he is close. He is closer than a bar rapper. You know, he doesn't have like straight bars all the time. Well, he writes songs. I mean, you know, I, for sure, he's a great singer. He's a great singer. He tries to sing. Yep. I don't know. He's a great singer. But yeah, I don't want to stick up for mumble rap. Singing works in his songs, but like that fucking stupid, like uh, like I uh, love how Webby fucking Webby always trashes on fucking uh, like little Zan or is it what's it, Xanax or little fucking X? Little Zan. Yeah, I don't know. he's dead. Yeah, little Zan. Yeah. That dude sucks. He's not dead. He's alive. Sure. I feel like they're all dead. Yeah, Little Zan. No, Little Zan's alive. Well, Little Somebody's dead. All these guys with the first name yeah. Little keep dying. Stop naming yourself Little. Yeah, little. but they go away because well, eventually you have to grow up and you're not Little. Exactly. Well, it started with a garbage pail kid himself, Little Wayne. And then everybody's like, hey, I ought to be Little too. Little this, Little that, Little Bow Wow. But, but now but Bow Wow changed. He's just yeah, Bow Wow. It would up on Bow Wow. At least he grew up. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I wonder if little Dickie would just be what up on medium Dickie. <laughs> Med Dick. Call me Med Dick. And then I just get out of that little, you know? Yo, I ate some of those Doritos the other day. Holy shit. Doritos? Doritos. <laughs> And like the, the Doritos. Yeah, I was high for like five, six hours straight. It was it was too much. Yeah, there were six hundred milligrams in this fucking bag, and I was like, it said the serving size was one bag, and I was like, so do I eat the whole thing? Like, no, just eat two. And I was like, oh, thank God. So, uh, shout out to Doritos. You so, how many that? come in a bag? A bunch. I still got a bunch left. It's resealable. So you didn't even eat the whole bag. Yeah, then you're a fucking yeah, seriously. <laughs> 600 milligrams a fucking lot you like 200 yeah well 200 is a lot if you're eating 200 that's a that's a good amount if you're a stud like me but they taste good <laughs> yeah they did. so check this out i gotta tell a story real quick when i was uh going to apply for my jobs like i just said fuck it dude i'm gonna get a job i'm going boots to the ground i'm gonna fuck it. i'm sick of applying on indeed like i just i need a job i want a job so I just went to like five dispensaries and there was this company, I won't say their name, but like they fucking hated us at think he's a grow generation where the pros going to grow. This is Greg speaking. I got to help you. Like I would always say that you're just, fu- you know, just try to be funny on the phone and they just fucking hated me and hated us. We never had their shit ready, but like I went to apply for them and the, the dude like recognized my voice in the back. He's like, Are you that dude who's always trying to be funny and stone cold. I was like, no, that can't be me. 
<laughs> I'm always funny. <laughs> and uh, and uh, he said he laughed at that, and, he, and I was like, "Yeah, my application." He's like, "Yeah, we got your application." And I was like, basically, like, so I don't have a chance, right? He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> and I just walked out thinking to myself, like, well, thanks. I didn't buy because I was going around buying like fucking an eighth from every place till I kind of like, yeah, I'm gonna buy a plate, you know, because I got my card now. <laughs> um, shout out to Maine, legal weed, what up? And uh, so the final fucking place I hit, Nature's Gift Medical of Lebanon, Maine, hired me up. And uh, the, the girl was like, you know, a lot of people come in and uh, you know they just want they want the connections and they and they want to be weed rich. And I was like, don't worry about it. I am weed rich. <laughs> and uh, yeah, boom, got it, nailed the job. Define weed rich. I'm not weed rich, but <laughs> I, I, I'm not like I'm not like oh my god, I'm I'm not ready to suck dick for weed. I'm close. Wait, that's weed rich. When you're desperate for weed? <laughs> no, 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 no. Like the step below weed rich is sucking dick for weed. That's I'm like two steps drastic, above that. There's nothing in between. Oh yeah, there is one step between. And well, I was like, like step above oh, that. What about weed middle class and weed lower class? Right? Yeah, it goes. I think you're missing out a lot of people there. No, I'm middle class. Then there's lower class, and then there's dick. Class. Yeah, but there's like probably a hundred people in the world that have sucked. Or pussy class, whatever you know, whatever you know, you eat that, eat that box for the, for the. I would hope. Uh, great. <laughs> I'm middle class weed. Maybe lower middle class. <laughs> I take it back. I'm lower class. I'm lower class. All right. Well, uh, let's just talk about this right off the right off the rip. Then uh, these Gen Zers, they got better drugs than we had, boys. Hell yeah, they do. And they're legal now. It's fucking crazy. I think I feel like swag is the new dank because I, I haven't seen a bag of like CD brickweed for a number of years now. So kudos on that one, Gen Z. You're killing it with the good weed. Yeah, but there's a lot of people who grow shitty weed though. But where is it? Trust me, I fucking see it, dude. I went. I remember I was fucking doing this delivery in Boston once when I was working at. It might have even been Green Life, and I was talking about this dude like for like connection. I'm like, yeah, I know this guy who's looking for fucking peas, blah blah blah. Fucking like he wants like he's like, oh, I got the sick Gorilla Glue, and he came back with a sample for me, and it was like a fucking piece of hay, and it smelled disgusting, and I, and I sniffed it. I was like, oh, it's got that Gorilla Glue smell. <laughs> I said, like, if I could lie to him, and I brought it back just to show my boss to be like, dude, look at this shit. It's ridiculous. Like, it's horrible. That was, that dude must have been sucking dick for weed. All right, but do you remember the bag of weed we had that we just called feet? <laughs> I do, yeah. I do. My sister Brooke would always say that. She's like, do you, is it feet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's right. It was uh, our emergency stash. Like, well, we got feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to feet weed. God <laughs> damn. Never know the struggle. <laughs> uh, I can, yeah, that's right. I can remember my sister saying, like, is it feet? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So people grow good weed bad, I guess, nowadays. But we, they don't have the feet weed. <laughs> But there's more information out there to, to how to grow and shit, you know. For sure. For People sure. didn't have the internet back then. Uh, 
I used to have this book from like 1969 when I was like a, I don't know, sophomore maybe. It was called The Child's Garden of Growing Grass. And when you opened it, the first page says, warning, this is not a good book to hollow out and hide your weed in. (laughs) (laughs) What was the age? Uh, 1969, this book came out. No, for the reader. I don't fucking know. Adult, I guess. Yeah, it'll be, yeah, of course. 18 in life, you got it. Most books start, most like weed books or grow books start with like security and I'm like, don't fucking tell anybody where you live. Get dogs, get guns. I don't have any of those things. Exactly. Well, you're not a Mainer like me. I've got a mall. My dog is a gun. <laughs> now I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Seamus, uh, you got any topics you'd like to discuss right now? Uh, yeah, like how about the digital trends and how they impact the real world? Like Elon Musk and his tweets that are just wreaking havoc with like cryptocurrencies and messing with people's investments people who you know this mostly it affects the small people not the not the billionaires like themselves right right you know i thought the GameStop shit there was one of the coolest things that i've experienced in a long time. yeah i read it just that was just the scrubs and the little people fucking putting their collective power together like yeah right we can't and and this is him fucking those people over with his fucking insensitive you know tweets that Basically, are ruining people's uh, investments. Oh, for sure. Uh, I mean, I never believed in a virtual <laughs> coin. Anyway, I never trusted it. But there's a lot of people that you know have a lot of investment or had a lot of what they thought was real money, but it disappeared. Well, I, I read like one article about a guy who had, I think, it was over a million in Bitcoin on his computer that he forgot the password to. Oh yeah, and he, yeah, and, got uh, you had three tries, then you would have lost it forever. And uh, as far as I know, it's gone forever. How do you just lose. What does that? What does getting your password to create have to do with losing your investment? I think it was the password to get into his Bitcoin, the encrypted whatever the fuck, and uh, what, he didn't crack it. So he lost. That's it what all. password resets are for. This sounds like a myth. Well, shit. Sounds like another episode of. You gonna eat that crust? Myths and urban legends, legends. <laughs> Chupacabra. No, but I mean, uh, uh, I guess uh, even Elon Musk being on Saturday Night Live there, fucking tanked a bunch of fucking Bitcoin and shit because of some shit he said on there. Like, so it is crazy how you know how much power people have, you know, in this digital age that uh, we didn't wield before. Just people have fucking you know. Look at like I mean. Just fucking cults around the world or everything. People fucking just have a huge influence. And fucking, it's, it's, yeah, it's crazy that people follow people sometimes and just listen yeah, like to all these social media nuts. <clears throat> we had a pretty extreme, you know, um, former president that would fucking certainly influence a lot of people through his right. words on social media. And that was pretty fucked up to see, like, mm-hmm. just hordes of people who you knew and, like, all of a sudden, they're just like brainwashed. They're not even the same person anymore. They're just spouting all this rhetoric and nonsense. Of like, are you, are you the same person that I knew? Like, what the fuck happened to you? Like, seriously, it was, it was a crazy thing to witness in my lifetime. I suppose. Yeah, it's like it's still happening. 
What's that? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Well, that's like another trend I want to talk about: politics and social media. You know, we all have we all have those friends on both sides of the party lines. You know, you're you're all thinking of some of them right now. You know, they won't listen to anything that doesn't coincide with their agenda or beliefs. You know, or the or the one-sided political memes that instantly help to cause dissension amongst us. Yeah, the, the the divide now is greater than it's ever been. Oh, it's terrible. And, uh, like you can't have your own opinion if you don't have if somebody doesn't share your opinion. They're you know you want to ostracize them. It's crazy. Yeah, it's not really the way it should be either. So no, I don't know. Let's hope that gets better in the near future. I don't think it's going to. <laughs> it's just only going to get worse, baby. Strap in. It's like, but you know, politicians are seeing that they can use social media, you know, to reach so many more people. And it's true. I mean, you know, like New York city mayor, Michael Bloomberg, when he spent like more than a billion dollars of his own money for dropping out of the race. And 70% of that was toward advertising. It just shows you like how much you have to spend to get into politics and why it's so difficult for like political newcomers with fresh ideas you know, they have such a difficult time getting anywhere at the polls without influential donors because the damn rich old families with the old wealth and political connections stay in power. People making the laws and dictating how much we should make at our jobs don't have to abide by those same laws. Ooh, they don't want to fuck up the, the system and the cog. They don't want to screw up the cog because it's paying them. Right. Meanwhile, fucking over the rest of us. All right. Uh, is there anything else you boys want to touch on before we say sayonara? But, uh, you know, as like, as mu- as much as I hate the shit show that is today's social media, it, you know, it does help level the playing field and allows people who aren't born into money a chance to get their word out, you know, which, as we talked about earlier, isn't always a good thing. Also, you know, by giving hate speech and misinformation a platform. But social media does make it easy and affordable to advertise, you know, and it does help a lot of small business businesses. Or podcasts. Uh, well, I mean, when uh, I remember when MySpace first came out, and uh, that's when I went solo as Fatback Supreme, rapper extraordinaire. It was so goddamn easy to get shows back then because you could literally direct message every owner of every bar and be like, yo, I got a band. Can I have a show? And I got so many shows just by that shit. I feel like it's... It's a little more convoluted now, I feel, probably, but... No, you can still do that. You can still do that a little bit, like, depending on people, you know, depending on your connection with the person or whatnot. Yeah. All about connections. uh, uh, Like, just bank connections and stuff, like, or connections with uh, owners of bars or, you know, that that you know and you've been playing for years or whatever, like, hey... Getting the band back together. In fact, it just happened for me. So let's. I booked a couple gigs at a place in uh, Rochester. So I think we'll see you in September. Oh, shit. Yep. Um, but speaking of advertising on social media or just social media in general, that we fucking weeded an advertisement. And uh, for some reason, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I kind of screwed up the message. And it was just was like, oh, I can't even think of the message long enough. It's like, hey, how can I help you or something? 
Yeah, hold on. I'm just gonna get this whole fucking message out. So, uh, oh yeah, I was just like, "Hey, how can I help you? Like, uh, you gonna eat that crust podcast?" That <laughs> <laughs> makes no sense. Yeah, and this dude was like, "You can help me by fucking off." <laughs> that was great. And I was like, "Yeah," and I was just like, "Oh man, just uh, his name was Joe Doe. I believe the first part, but." Uh, he came back at us because I was like, oh, man, we're sorry. You know, we didn't mean to be spamming you like that. And he's like, that's okay. I'm a pizza shit. <laughs> With a little pizza pun coming back right at the Krusty Boys. Like, we can't take it. All right. I want to talk about a couple more things. And it's not. Um, how about, like, how crazy memes have gotten? You know, imagine getting paid. A living to make memes. Like memes are making I mean, faces famous. <laughs> People probably have to hide from the public eye from complete embarrassment. You're immortalized in a meme. Yeah, like that guy with the eye roll. Or <laughs> yeah, or uh, <laughs> the guy with uh, the brown hat, like the douchebag one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the crazy girl with like burning people's houses down. Well, I mean, uh, Good away as any to get famous, I guess. Yeah, meme us up. <laughs> yeah, meme me up, Scotty. Or, or now, or I want to talk about you know IPAs. Uh, everybody wants to make a craft brew. You know, do eighteen out of twenty craft beers need to be an IPA? <laughs> or when, when you go to a bar, they'll have Bud, Bud Light, Coors, Boston Lager, and the other eight beers on tap are IPAs. I, I mean, I liked IPAs before everybody with a strange mustache decided drinking IPAs was the hip thing to drink <laughs> and giving them ridiculous names. Like, they, they usually have a monkey in the title, which, which is ironic. You don't like monkey up Which is ironic because monkeys would accept anything given to them, but they would take one sip of an IPA, spit it out, and throw a tantrum. Hey. You have monkey? I don't know. I used to think they were good. Like Dale's Pale Ale, Goose Island IPA, Dogfish Head, Victory Dirt Wolf. You know, some others I can't think of. I don't know. But then my palate changed and they're just not good tasting to me anymore. But I like an IPA. I find it crisp and refreshing, but I like it here really. So uh, I don't see how an IPA could be refreshing. They're disgusting as fuck. You like Dr. Pepper. I love Dr. Pepper. I don't drink soda at all. I wish I could have it. <laughs> I, I don't Dr. drink a lot of soda either, but I, if if I did, I would drink Dr. Pepper all the time. Drink a lot of soda, so they call me Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Sorry. I used to drink a lot of soda, but they didn't call me Dr. Pepper. All right. Well, since we're, go- since we're talking, I'll just, uh, I'm going to bring up a couple uh uh, a couple sayings that I've heard as of late that I wanted to talk to you guys about. <clears throat> this one I hear from time to time. Kids will say, "Oh, no cap." Nope. You guys heard that? What one? is that? No cap. C A P. Yeah. Like no captain, right? Oh, is that what that means? No. Does that mean like it's like no shit? Ah, no shit, no cap. That's what the kids are saying now. I'm young, I'm hip, I'm edgy, I'm cool. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's short for captain, though. 
The yeah. captain is shit. <laughs> hmm. I never heard it. All right. What about what about what about dead ass? Dead ass wrong. Oh, yeah, I've heard that. Uh, all right. What about <laughs> straight bussin' bussin'? Oh fuck yeah! I mean, like that pushing weight, hustling. Uh, it means something good. Yo, I'm straight bussin' bussin'. That that is good. So I should be like happy for someone. Yep. Yeah, they bussin' bussin'. And one of my personal favorites. Wait, you have to like explain what they are for the listeners who don't know. We're just it means good. Oh. <laughs> I'm straight bussin' bussin', son. Yeah, what's you, you ain't bussin' bussin'? Oh, because if you ain't bussin', you're depressing. I don't know. If you ain't bussin', yeah. you ain't nussin'. That makes me want to... <laughs> you ain't nussin'! Nussin'! That makes me want to yeet somebody right out of the room. You know what I'm saying, guys? Yeah, I do know what you're saying. You said yeet? Yeet, bro. I never yeet, yeet. any of these. I must be out of it. <laughs> well, I hang out with cool kids. I don't hang out with kids. I don't hang out with kids either. I came out wrong. Add that into saying like young adults. I, just kidding. I, just kidding. I work with this. He's actually a little badass kid named Tony, and he keeps me pretty in touch with what the kids are saying these days. Nice. So props to you, Tony. Thanks for being dead ass with me all the time. We always straight bussing, bussing, homie. I still, I still don't know what finna means. What's finna? I'm fitting to kick your ass, bro. <laughs> That's what it means. It's like, it's like fixing. Fixing. All right. Do you feel like uh, things are cleared up now, Seamus? No. <laughs> Forget all these. <laughs> well, uh, you know, just give me a call. I'll walk you through things. You know how they have like Google Translator, you know. They need to get get on a hip lingo translator. Just give Ryan a call and you'll be bussing bussing in no time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You won't be dead ass no more. I'm finna I'm finna call you. <laughs> Yours. Alright. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, now get ready for a little segment we like to call. Ladies and gentlemen, this is actually a follow-up to a different news story we did, and it's shocking and sad, um, and it's hard-hitting news, but <clears throat> Lil Uzi Vert bids farewell to his 24 million diamond forehead implant. Uh, Lil Uzi Vert is no longer a walking liability. The Zotor life rapper, 26, seemed to have ditched the pink diamond implanted in his forehead earlier this year. Did he have to sell it to pay for medical bills? Uh, he did not. A, a different rapper did tell him that he was not worth the $24 million diamond that was in his head. But, uh, That's he true. Was, he was spotted walking around with his girlfriend, sans the, uh, sans the diamond. And uh, as it turns out, his forehead started leaking. So he took the, he took the uh, leaky forehead diamond out, and um, that's it. Now he's just... Back to be a little Uzi Vert regular. Yeah, so so that's, that's no cap. 
The diamond looks so gross. So if we could just have a moment of silence for little Uzi Vert's forehead diamond. Ugh. All right, yeah, I feel like that was appropriate. Um, farewell, forehead diamond. You were fun to make fun of for a while. We're all gonna yeah. miss the um, rapper no longer has any vision. Hey. <laughs> I don't think he ever had any. <laughs> all right, that dude sucks. Somebody should have told him. Some, his friends should have told him that was a terrible idea. I think he was on sway, trying to like freestyle, and just was like, "Oh, freestyle, bro!" And like they're just like fucking bashing on him. If you don't freestyle, why would you go on sway? Right? Yeah, it might not have been on sway. I could be wrong, but he was on some place, and they were like fucking. No, it wasn't on sway actually, but it was some guy who was like egging him on. He's like, "I don't freestyle, bro. I don't." And he like just did some thing. It was fucking like horrible. It was embarrassing. Yeah, just brings me back to not everybody needs to be famous or be a rapper. Yeah. Some yeah, people just go work at Home Depot. Yeah, it's a person. A lot exactly. Like, dude, that fucking Cash Me Outside girl is a fucking rapper now. Yeah, she's a millionaire. Yeah, Bad Baby or Bad Barbie, whatever fucking her stupid name is. She got rich. She got famous for being an asshole to her mother. Yeah. Dude, she's got the song called Gucci Flip Flops, and it is so fucking stupid. It could be the dumbest song I've ever heard, or close to it, and then fucking saying something. Sweet, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I can't wait. Oh my God. Uh, so, Seamus, I believe uh, you have some hard-hitting news for us as well. Um, why don't you speak? Yeah. So there's this private school, uh, Dalton School in New York City. And uh, a bunch of Dalton parents are enraged over masturbation videos for their first grade students and children. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So basically, this this video, this woman decided to teach her kids, you know, about masturbation when it, to six and seven year olds. Oh fuck! Like transgender and acceptance and everything like that. Um, which is what's one thing I mean maybe because of this you know everyone needs to be aware of that but like talking about masturbation with six and seven year olds but not but the word masturbation never came up you know she played like videos of the cartoons people like here's some of the clips how come my penis gets big sometimes and points up in the air that's called an erection (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I touch my penis because it feels good. <laughs> I mean, they're not, he's not lying. <laughs> right, but do you think you need to play this video for six and seven year olds? Um, I mean, no. Fucking no. I mean, I, when he started, maybe like a fucking 10 year old. 10. Yeah, when you actually start, you know, I think like a normal, when the normal kid starts. Touching it, like yeah, or if you're in like health one. class, I think that's like a health class kind of thing. Though I want to say, like, hey, you know, like I, you know, the more it's good to be aware. I don't mind the transgender stuff and all that stuff, but yeah, right, like, that six and seven year olds is pretty fucking because nice. that's yeah, that's you know more open. I mean, that's about people's feelings and how they want to be, you know, known. But you know, kids can discover masturbation on their own. Or with their parents, I don't know. I don't think kids that young need to be talked taught about it. Yeah, like I'll let Ryan answer, but I don't have kids, 
But if there's any listeners out there with kids, you know, how would right. you feel about that? Would you invest if they're playing this video for your six, seven-year-old? Fuck no. I feel like ten's about the appropriate age. That's when I start having the talk more times than <laughs> I wanted to. But, I mean, if kids are starting that young, who has the money for that much laundry soap? I don't. Well, these this is like, these are ritzy people, so it's a private school. Uh, but so if, they, they, were, they were also, like, taught lessons about consent. You know, while one mother conceded that teaching the concept of consent can be valuable in protecting children from abuse, another said telling kids that their own parents or grandparents should not touch them without first asking for permission. You know, so I guess one parent was like, literally, parents are supposed to say to their kids, may I hug you? You know, one parent said. No, you know, fuck you. <laughs> one, mother, one mother said, you know. I'm paying $50,000 to these assholes to tell my kid not to let her grandfather hug her when he sees her. You know, it's just sign of times. Like, what's going on in this, this world? Uh, nobody can really answer that. We're a very sensitive culture now. And, uh... and yeah, the kids have, one parent was saying, kids have no less than five classes on gender identity. They're complaining it's pure indoctrination. It's because people are corrupt and everybody's corrupt and now everybody knows and sees it and it's in fucking everybody's faces now. So it's like fucking now it's people are fucking starting to say shit and become aware. I mean, it's been happening. You know, people have been aware for a while. I mean, like, it's just, yeah, it's, it's just so much information out there now. A lot of misinformation as well, too, of course. Right. And that's what they're saying in the article. They're saying what we are seeing across the country is that many schools have lost sight of the purpose of education and are hiding curriculum and teaching materials from their parents. I mean, at six or seven, kids should be playing with action figures, not their dinks. And, uh, you know, are are they learning the foundations of education still? Are they learning how to edit YouTube videos in class? I don't know. I mean, it's a skill you could use. But, yeah, I wonder what they're learning sometimes, too, especially when they just have all the answers with a Google search away. (laughs) <laughs> all right well shit like no iphones when you're taking a test imagine that like billy you have an iphone out i see it yeah yeah they're like trivia night <laughs> it ruined phones ruined trivia night yeah I, I would play trivia with like roz and mel and like roz would was like like intense about like cheating she was like no fuck and i was like all right respect that i respect the hell out of that I'm the same. I don't want to cheat, but then everybody else is. So it's like, what's the point of playing? I think trivia I, is my fucking jam too. I'll fucking crush it. Trivia. I, think I casually brought up cheating. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we want to get uh, our so, dinner paid for. So what if we do want to win? <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies. You're trying to problem, Greg. Hmm. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, well, that's going to do it for the news today. Uh, get ready for some other other shit. All right, uh, Seamus, you have a new game you want to introduce, I understand. Yeah, so I, I got this uh, little game I'd like to share with you. Uh, so I got, I'm got. i going to give you a few scenarios, um, and I want to hear what's your opinion, what would you do? Would you go... 
that extra mile to save a life. Save your life, save your life. Well, I've got to save your life, save your life, save your life. Well, I've got to save your life. So, all right, first one, would you work as a steel worker? Like those guys working on high rises, like, you know, that famous photo of those guys having lunch up on the I-beam above the city. So basically, this is the only job you can get, and you need to feed your family or they'll perish. So, Ryan. Uh, I, I mean, I guess if my family was going to perish, I wouldn't really have much of a So, I mean, yeah, I guess I'd have to get over my fucking fear of heights and learn how to be a fucking tight rope walker and fucking get the shit done. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I know exposure therapy is a thing. So I feel like after a couple of weeks, I'd be, I'd be fine. I'd be doing pirouettes and backflips and just killing it. I like to excel at every job I do. And I'm going to be damned if I'm going to let some other steel worker be better than me. Um, All right, Greg, what about you? It's giving me fucking anxiety. Just thinking about it. Like, you know, um, family, like, I love you. I was going to try, but I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> I could, like, I would like, I mean, how many hours are we talking? Do I just go there and stand there and be like, I did it. Yay. Like, I don't even like those stairs that you can see through, you know, like those metal great stairs. Like I think the Statue of Liberty established. Dude, I'm fucking like, I used to jump, like we talked earlier about like jumping off like trees and fucking jumping off like cliffs or quarries, whatever. I used to love that shit and be fearless. Like I am so fucking scared of heights when I was painting, dude. Like I told you, this dude was like on a ladder, on a ladder, fucking leaning against a wall, like fucking like, Hey, and I'm like fucking hugging the fucking, you know, house. Ugh. That. I don't like heights either. All right, so Ryan's family is saved, but he fell on the first day. Ooh. <laughs> and Greg's family went hungry. Sorry, oh. guys. All right, scenario two. Did you eat human flesh? Say we were lost in the woods of Maine, and we were captured by a satanic cannibal tribe, and the only way to get your fellow podcast mates home safely. The tribe leader will release us all, but you have to consume a human rump steak. Greg. Is it cooked? Sure. Yeah, salt and pepper and maybe some like honey mustard. There's no salt and pepper with this tribe. <sighs> well, I, fire. I, yeah, but I got packets in my pocket though that I brought. Conveniently. So pepper makes uh, cannibalism okay. I didn't say it made it okay. It said it made it taste a little better. You know? I mean, you give me some ketchup, I'll eat anything. No. So say that, they're gonna, say that they're going to they'll let you go, but for us, for Ryan and I to come with you, you have to eat the rum steak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I totally eat it. <laughs> I'll eat it, yeah. Totally. <laughs> I don't believe you. Ryan. I will eat that steak. <laughs> You need that crust? I'm going to eat that human fucking... I don't feel confident in this scenario, Greg. I'm not going to come up to Maine with you guys. Greg versus Maine, I'm eating that flesh. Uh, I mean, I've already I've already kind of talked about this. <laughs> I was about to say, I've already eaten human flesh. <laughs> right, but now he's going to go into... He, he'll eat anything. Yeah. yeah, meat is meat to me, really. I mean... Uh, Here it smells good. As long as you don't put ketchup on it, I'll eat it. I mean, anything for you guys. Just no ketchup. That's for fucking scrubs. 
I agree. What the fuck? <laughs> well, all right. God, and ketchup's delicious. Well, I I forgot yeah. Seamus's hatred towards tomatoes yeah. and ketchup. Yeah, I hate all that. I would. I'd rather eat you than ketchup. <laughs> hey, well, I'm loaded with ketchup. I got ketchup in my veins. And I didn't mean your salad. Oh. <laughs> um. All right. Scenario three. Would you chop off your own foot to preserve a child's life? Like, if you challenged me to a race and I won, you would have to cut off your own foot and bequeath it to me as a trophy. Yeah, but what if I beat no, you? Just, what just if I beat you in the race? But you win. Uh, <laughs> no, no, but for real. Like, if you broke into Macaulay Culkin's house and he had traps all over, set up Kevin McAllister style, and you stepped in a bear trap, you're caught, but you know he's upstairs with small children in his own Netherland ranch too. The only way to save those children is to saw through your own ankle and drag yourself up the stairs to rescue the children. Ryan. I don't know if I'm a hero type. Uh, so what if I what if, what if I just take ah, shit, man, I don't want to lose a foot. Yeah. I don't know these kids either. I mean overpopulation's a problem. <laughs> yeah. You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> I was gonna made that kid more like you know close, <laughs> like right, family uh, or something. Right, what if what if I go? What if like I just know I'm gonna lose a foot and I go in the house to save the kids? Can I just choose to not go in the house? Yeah, but you know those kids will die. I don't know them. <laughs> you don't have to know them. You're gonna still know that there's little children that are gonna. So that's gonna weigh yeah, on my more heart. kids. How many kids are dying? <laughs> I don't know how many kids are in Netherland Ranch, too. I don't know. No. I've never been there. Well, now the stakes are up. The little kid stakes. Mm, delicious. Uh, I mean, fuck it. Yeah, I'll give it a whirl. All right? I'll fight Macaulay Culkin with one foot to save a bunch of kids. I'll get my own YouTube channel. I'll get famous. It'll be great. You would. You'd be a hero. I think you would get an artificial foot out of it for free. I feel like the artificial feet are probably better than my actual feet. Well, we're not in the future he, yet. He totally carry Eldways' his foot. <laughs> what? Carry Elway's? Oh. Saw. I thought you said Elway. I probably did. I got too excited about it. Um, I just I saw, I saw a movie recently in the theater. Uh, it was amazing. And uh, there was a bear trap scene in that. And it was so painful, and I'm, it hurts just thinking about it right now. And I don't know this fucking kid either. <laughs> um, but I did have a change of heart when Seamus said a bunch of kids. I'm like, oh man, these fucking poor kids. And I I hate when kids fucking have it rough. It sucks. Like I, you know, I I, I don't hate kids, and I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know when people fucking when kids are like troubled, you know, it's usually like they have like tough parents or tough lives. I get that, you know, so like it's I don't hate kids. So I'm you know what? I'm fucking sawing my foot off because I really don't have to do it anyway. So I'm going to say I'm going to do it. I'm sawing it off. And I'm going to save fucking I'm going to saw both feet off and better wrist. I'm going to fucking save three kids. I didn't say you had to like give up a limb for each child you save. <laughs> have, <laughs> I go crazy. I mean, not many people. Are, not that many people are listening to this. Have, have you seen? <laughs> you're not. You're not gonna be. You're not gonna be that. 
with the heroes in that many eyes. Have you seen that Key and Peele sketch when they were like, uh, some guy's like, hey, hey, a dollar, save a kid, dollar, save a kid. And the guy's like, nah, dude, I, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And he's like, come on, man, dollar, save a kid. And then he's like, all right, fine, I'll do it. And then all of a sudden he's like, one. And like this van pulls up, and like they fucking toss this kid out. And the guy's like, oh, I got more money. How many kids are you Like it's wicked fucked up. It's hilarious, though. Huh. All right. Well, I'm glad to know. I had never had any doubt that I was casting with heroes. Sawing <laughs> that leg off. I'm saving kids. What's up? That's right. All right. For my final one of the segment, would you walk through a room of zombies like an army of the dead with the hibernating zombies? On the other side of this room of these sleeping zombies is a princess locked in a cage. It's like picture Bowser kidnapping your princess and keep your trap behind a mob of zombies. Are you going after your princess? Do I have multiple lives? Like a video game? You're on your you're on your zero zero zero. I mean, am I armed with weapons here? Like I got my like Nope, all you got is a key. All I got is a key. Jesus Christ. Don't wake um, those zombies up. I don't even have any flares, so how am I going to see? Like they didn't, they did it with flares. No spoilers. But I didn't totally say you didn't have. You can, you can have, you have your phone. You can use it as a light. Also, I didn't say the room was dark. Zombies can sleep in the, with the lights on. They're proficient at it. <laughs> well, I would save my prince or princess. See what I did there? Um, totally. I'd fucking do it. I would totally. And if shit went down, I would chambers the fuck out of it and stab those motherfuckers with a key. Yeah. Rescued. You stabbed one zombie with a key. You didn't feel it. And you got eaten alive. I stabbed him like in the side of the head and his brain so mushy. It went in his brain. I ripped his fucking spinal cord out and that's my sword. And yeah. And then I'm a wizard. Goodness. All right, Ryan, are you going into that room to save your princess? My princess or a princess? Your theoretical princess. All right, because, you know, most princesses and princes were results of inbreeding back in the day. So <laughs> I don't know how much risk I'm going to take for an inbred princess. Um, nah, I'm going to, I'm turning around. I don't. I don't need a princess. I got uh, I got enough going on in my life right now. Uh, that would just add to my troubles. Um, no, I'm going to skip that room and, I don't know, maybe hit a drive through on the way back. Get a crispy chicken sandwich and some fries. No um, mayo. I'll get mayo. Uh, you know, I'll stop at Aroma Joe's for a coffee on the way back. You know, then just go home and just kick it. And then, news story. About him, how man leaves his prince princess to get eaten by zombies. We'll cover that next week. <laughs> Our next week news segment. Well, I live in the woods, so no one's gonna find me. I'll just live in shame forever. <laughs> kind of like some of those memers. <laughs> <laughs> he lives at six fifty two Elm Street, Berwick, Maine, area code six fifty five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's all I got for that. Thanks for playing, guys. <laughs> We're heroes. Heroes in my eyes. I saved the kids. All right, ladies and gentlemen, get ready for another segment we like to call 
rather be forced to listen to the same 10 songs over and over again or watch the same five movies over and over again? Ryan? Uh, I'd probably watch the movies over and over again because I, I couldn't listen to a song too many times without fucking wanting to throw it out the fucking window. So I'll just have the movie going on in the background while I clean up and shit. Uh, I can sketch, uh, you know, whatever I want to do. But movies just background noise for me nine out of ten times anyway. So give me them old ass movies. I'll watch them. I agree. I mean, I'm taking the movies because they're not going to get an hour and a half movie or two hour movies. and going to get as old as a, a three and a half minute song on repeat. Plus, I just thought about it. There's songs in movies. Maybe even ten of them. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that would suck, though. Like, for the rest of your life, you have yep. songs or movies playing. You can't do anything else. Off the top of your head, three movies. Go! Go! Just Driving Miss Daisy. Yep. Um, Pretty Woman. Mm. And Garbage Pail Kids. Ryan. Uh, three movies. Here we go. I'm gonna hit you hard with these. Get ready, everyone. Um, fucking... Fucking! Oh yeah, Brian. You're not freestyling here. <laughs> All right, y'all, y'all. It's actually yo. five movies anyway, but Seamus he's add two more. <laughs> Cat people. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Woo. Car- Carlito's Way. Fuck yeah. Uh. Fucking that thing you do. Mm, Tom Hanks. Oh wait, wait, hold on. I was supposed to pick the movies I want to watch for the rest of my life. Yeah. Oh, none of those movies I picked. I yeah, thought I was just picking oh, movies real quick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Ryan's... I mean, maybe. I love that movie. But. Yeah, that's a great movie. Ryan, you're not obviously picking that thing you do. <laughs> no, I wouldn't really pick that. I do uh, Carlito's Way, Pulp Fiction, fucking Gangs of New York, motherfucking Dawn of the Dead. You're going to be one violent motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, fucking... Zack and Miri make a porno. I don't fucking know. I was just going to say, I'm picking all five pornos because at least it'll be exciting. <laughs> no, you should get cat people in one of those because it's like a porno weird movie. Because <laughs> I never get old. Because porno never gets old. <laughs> porno. All right. Great answers. Great answers. Now, Question number two. Would you rather be reincarnated as a sea or an air creature? Seamus. Well, you know me. <laughs> I don't fuck with water monsters. I don't eat them. I don't swim with them. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm an end. I've always wanted to fly because, you know, that'd be cool. But my wings never grew. There are air monsters, though. You know that, right? Air predators, and you're not the fucking top of the food chain, bro. You're not like some fucking hawk or eagle. But uh, am I the fastest? You're like a chickadee getting ready to be in a cemetery. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, I'm still. I'm going in the air. Yep, gotcha. Now, if I'm a sea creature, is David Attenborough narrating my life? Absolutely. 
But you have to be a sea slug. You're a bottom feeder sea slug. <laughs> no, you just can't be a great white, but you can be, you know, you can be something. Can't be a whale. You might. You can be a dolphin. You want to be a dolphin? No, no. They're pretty smart. I'll be a. I'll be a. I'll be a kraken. Nice. <laughs> that's not fair. I didn't say that was an option. Actually, yeah, that's a sea creature. So. Well, then I'm being a griffin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, it's turning to witcher. <laughs> oh shit! Never mind the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know what? That, that again this is the second question with a little hack and you know a little fucking life back in there. I've been, I've been fucking. Damn it! Good answers. Dragon and krakens. You guys battle. And the next one, yeah. We what happens when we meet in between? Jesus Christ! I bet an unlikely friendship would evolve. We make a buddy comedy. Buddy yeah. comedy. I would drop feed down to you in the water if there's nothing to eat. Crag so nice of you. Uh, love it. Would you rather get your pubes waxed? We're talking about the butt, crack, sack, the whole nine yards, or get your butt pierced. <laughs> and let me just speak by experience or speak on experience. Yeah, the old butt sack wax is one of the most painful things I've ever done in my life, and I'm really strong and probably like. All right, all right, all right, Greg. I mean, whatever, the, whatever the question is, doesn't matter anymore because I just want to know what possessed you to go get your shit waxed. Yeah, let's oh, talk about that. Let's talk. No, I was an ex. Is not. Nah, yeah, let's just. Yeah. That was fucking. Uh, we want to hear. No, she she was doing bro waxes, and I was um, a guinea pig. I volunteered, and I didn't know it was going to be so painful. But the massagist heard me from the other room, like fucking screaming. And I like I didn't finish. That's how fucking much it hurt. It fucking hurt a lot. It felt like my it's skin gonna, was getting ripped off. I just that's gonna be degrading and embarrassing. Just having someone. I'll tell you what. After wax your asshole. After, even though I've always wanted. A nice, clean, smooth taint and butthole. Yeah, dude, it was pretty dope for a little while. And you know what happened? It grew back. <laughs> and as it always does. It did, it does. But. Unless you laser it. Yeah. But, yeah, and I was like, yeah, they were like, oh, yeah, come back, it gets easier. So like, yeah, no, fuck off, it doesn't. <laughs> oh. What happened when it, did it hurt, like, when, like, hot water in the shower hit your taint? Uh, no, no, that was, that was fine. It was fine after, dude. It was just that fucking dude. Like, and you, what you think would be the fucking worst part was like just like below your belly, like the, like the above your fucking package. Like, that was the worst part. Like I said, it felt like my skin was being ripped off. So, you're saying you want to get a tattoo there? No, oh, I have a tattoo there. It says, ouch. <laughs> Right. I actually looked up this fucking. This was an internet one, <laughs> so it said pubes waxed or butt pierced. And I was like, I've had my pubes waxed. It fucking hurts like hell. So I'm assuming your butt pierce is fucking hurting hell too. I don't know if we get like pierced. No, he just pierced uh, the outer cheek. Yeah, you have to say no. You have to get your taint pierced. Okay. Yeah. 
Would you rather get your it's just a cheek piercing crack and sack wax or your taint pierced? I'm going relaxing. Yeah, I am too. I feel like I, yeah. All right, any waxers out there? We can schedule you guys coming right up. Yeah, that's what we need to do. We need to have like a game or a bet, and yeah, the loser has to get that done. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Moving along. Would you rather be smacked in the face with a fish or farted on by me from 1999? <laughs> Any day I'm getting smacked in the face with a fish. This was an easy one. Yeah. Yeah. I've smelled your room back then, Greg. Yeah. Give me the fish. You almost made me throw up. Yeah. Yeah. Or you left me trapped in the back seat. Yep. Yeah, I almost uh, got kicked out of my house on Christmas yeah. morning one day. I don't even trust you to this day, so I'm taking a fish oh my, up. Oh, place. dude, no, man, I'm good now, but now we're talking, this isn't me today. Like, if it was me today, you'd be like, oh, man, is that flowers? I was like, no, I farted, man. Like, oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, because I eat flowers. But 1999, you know, my dad's like, if you fucking fart one more time, you're fucking homeless. <laughs> and that happens, folks. Yeah. I guess. I don't know if I told the Europe story when I was when we were in England and like we left in the morning to go sightseeing and Maddie was getting wicked pissed about the farting and stuff. He's dude, stop farting because I would be like crop dust and like fucking walk away because it was it was it was it was embarrassing. Yeah, I want to say you did talk about this, but it's still funny. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I did it in the hall. And it was it just reeked. It was fucking horrible. And oh yeah, uh, didn't she play? No, yeah, and I came, we came back like five hours, four or five hours later. And she's like, "Oh my god, the rats must be pooping. The rats Disgusting. must be pooping." And I was like, "Yeah, totally. This totally must be the rats." And I crop tested it again. Let's go inside quick. It's getting sticky out here. And that's what a bagel bite and Dr Pepper diet will do to you. No, that was fucking steak and cheese, bacon. With probably some munchos or some fun youngs with after a fucking night of drinking, maybe like, I don't know, 30 fucking Budweiser's. Not That's me totally, but. Convenience store meals. <laughs> yeah, completely. I was like living at Stop and Go Deli. Yeah. Al, Al was making my subs. And then Phil, shout out Phil. If Phil's listening, I hope Phil's listening. Is Phil's still there? No. God, no, Phil's not there. Phil uh, works at Car- Phil works at Cumberland Farms in Summersworth now. Nice. Oh, I should stop in and see him. I like Phil. I Actually, do. you know what? I did see him. That's right. Wow. I forgot about that. That's great. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, fish is in the face. That's what I thought. Okay. And I, and I hate fish. Yeah. Well, there you go. The band and swimming type. I don't hate No, them. I don't hate band fish. I I. I I can respect them. They're talented. I used to listen to certain songs, but this is a very poop related. Uh, would you rather? Would you rather poop in a toilet at a party that you know you're going to clog, or poop in the bushes and potentially get caught? Probably get caught. You're getting caught. But you're definitely caught at the party, or you just clog it and nobody knows who did it. I mean. Sarah is standing on the door, like waiting to go. This sounds like a story that happened. No, no, totally not. I just made that up. I'm improving. Sarah is standing outside. She needs to go. She really knows Seamus. She really knows Ryan. And she knows you're in there. Yeah, well, I'm letting the lady have the bathroom. I'm going to poop in a bush. 
And if you want to watch me poop in a bush, you're fucking weird. I'll give a shit about Sarah. I'm going to go clog the toilet and then tell her what I did after. Like, it's your mess now. <laughs> and then Sarah looks at you. She goes, you're my hero. <laughs> Goddamn right. Would you eat a... He gets to go home with Sarah and I gave her the bathroom? Yeah. Would you eat... Yeah. Would you eat a human to ask for me? Yeah. Yeah, I would. He had cut my leg off. I escalated from foot to leg. But, uh, all right. Great answers. And that would do it for uh, Would You Rather segment. Well, that was fantastic, Greg. And uh, I want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, it's been been a delightful conversation tonight uh please keep coming back supporting the cast uh we'll be here for you yep follow us on instagram like us on facebook and share our posts let your friends know about the podcast we're on spotify apple music youtube and uh if you think we're doing a good job check us out on anchor and uh, donate to our patreon but uh yeah, and email us at you gonna eat that crust at gmail or gonna eat that crust at gmail.com with any show ideas or comments or concerns. Just wanna thank everybody that's checked out our show and especially those repeat listeners. We appreciate it. Yeah. Have a good night. Big thanks. Remember everybody, in crust, we trust. Good this ends our podcast. So Pepper makes uh, cannibalism okay. Any day I'm getting smacked in the face with a fish. This is an easy one. <laughs>